Hello! Welcome back to Monocycle, a podcast by Man Repeller hosted by me, that's Leandra Medine, but you can just call me Leonarda Madanda. This is the first episode of Monocycle to appear in September 2016, which means that it is technically the back to school episode. Going back to life, back to reality. The fact of the matter is that many of us aren't even in school anymore, right? So why does it happen that that back to school feeling never goes away? The really simple answer, I think, if you work in fashion, is that Fashion Week sort of becomes our new back-to-school. It's the thing that thwarts us into the fall without letting us uh, enjoy or respect the residual days of summer. I think ultimately we should talk about how to amplify the best part of back-to-school season and make it feel like we're entering a new era of excitement, the new summer. Are there small triggers we can pull? There, are there talismans that we could take into the new seasons with us? And like maybe one of the triggers is to talk about Fashion Week, right? Uh, Fashion Week in September is always a bit more climactic than Fashion Week in February, partially because of the time of year, because it has that squeaky new pencil case smell and feel. Um, uh, Raph Simmons is showing his first collection at Calvin Klein, which is going to happen next Thursday, and Jonathan Saunders, a Scottish designer who's based out of the UK, has just taken over as creative director of DVF. So we have two exciting things to look forward to in American fashion, the irony, of course, being that these two un-American designers are taking over these American fashion houses. So I'm really excited for the new, which is really interesting also, right? Because everyone's always excited for the new. Uh, When you ask anyone this question, they'll either give you a generic example, like I'm excited to see, insert extremely famous designer here, or I'm excited to see whatever is new. But what about the houses that consistently show exceptional wares, right? That are consistently compelling and interesting to look at who aren't so famous but who do enough. But we're, we're really eager for something new and I think that that eagerness for something new is telling of um, our being ready to enter a new season. And maybe that's me being overly optimistic, but I'm gonna go with it. So back to school is so far not as bad as we think it is, right? The other thing I'm really curious about, specifically going into Fashion Week, is how social media is going to be digested. Meaning, it's almost become embarrassing to take your phone out at a show. And where there was a period where I was literally invited to shows with the anticipation that I would take pictures and post them to my Instagram account or to my Twitter, it just doesn't feel right anymore. I don't know, maybe it feels tacky? But I'll be really curious to see how social media is digested at Fashion Week as it stands now because there's been so much hoopla over the last few seasons and there are always these like long think pieces that come out at the start of the season and these think pieces are about what social media is doing to Fashion Week and at first it was about uh, the new guard taking over and now they've become about uh, Snapchat obliterating Fashion Week and Instagram stories and how these apps are perpetuating throwaway content and whether or not designers need to show and how the system is broken and all of that. And yeah, if you ask if I agree whether the fashion system is broken, I will admit that I think for some designers, it doesn't make sense to show their collection six months in advance. 
Because when you're watching a show and you have the feeling of, oh my gosh, I need that now, and if I don't get my hands on it, I'm going to drop dead, is how you know you're looking at something that's maybe too contemporary. And American fashion is built on contemporary wear. It's our bread and butter. It's the reason our fashion week has become so important, because of these designers who have taken the concept of contemporary and made it seem so luxurious and elevated and cool and you just want to be a part of it. You know what I mean? But do you really need to see a pair of ripped jeans six months in advance? I don't know. The system works for the designers who are artists and visionaries, the ones who are, who are creating lifestyles and writing stories and building these narratives. Because when you go to a show, and this often happens at Marc Jacobs, and you sort of look at it cockeyed and you're kind of confused but really intrigued but don't know what to make of it, that's how you know you're looking at art because you're not supposed to get it right now. It's supposed to be introducing a new idea, a new opinion, and that new idea and opinion needs time. You need to think about it, you need to digest it, you need to understand what you appreciate about it, uh, you need to discard what you don't like about it and continue to build upon what you do, and that takes time. So do I think the fashion system is broken? I feel like I'm interviewing myself, eh? Uh, in some ways, yes, but in many ways, no, this is the way that it works. And the reason we talk about whether the system is broken has a whole lot more to do with the retailers, because how are they supposed to be selling clothes that we, as the internet community, have already had a chance to own socially? I talk about the concept of social proprietorship a lot, how if you don't have the means to afford a pair of, let's say, Prada shoes, you can post them and post them and post them and post them and prove to your networks that you have the style, you've got the chops, whether or not you can actually afford them, because you are addressing and identifying in this microcosm of a world that you have created that you love those shoes. And then by the time they're ready to be purchased, you don't even want them anymore. You already did what you wanted to do with them. You made the outfits. You. It's like we're actually living in these virtual realities in many ways, right? Which is cool and also kind of challenging. So what are we shopping? What do we want? And I don't know if you've noticed, but more and more you'll see that the sort of products that hit the retailers that we regularly either study or shop from are products that weren't necessarily shown during runway season. Yeah, sure, plenty of them were, but a lot of the stuff is what's made after the fact. And I'm not involved in the buying system, but I do know that I have acquaintances who either work in shops or have their own shops, and there is always a push and pull with the designer to have things created in different colors, a little shorter, a little longer, etc., so that when it drops on their shops, so that when it drops in their shops, <laughs> I'm going to start a sh I'm going to open a store called Drop in Shop. Do you think that exists already? It's like Stop and Shop. It's like a supermarket. <gasps> it's a fast fashion store, and in the refrigerator are shoes that cost less than $20. But for me, it's not really about what the retailers think or don't think because when I'm covering shows I'm really looking for ideas right and I, I have this question every season when I'm in Paris and last year I finally asked it when I got home from Paris and the question was do you read reviews does anyone read reviews because personally I like covering the shows I like talking about them I like writing notes I love seeing the clothes and building opinions about them and trying to understand where we are as a people culturally you know 
there's something to be said about hemlines coming up or getting lower, about covering our entire bodies, about the streetwear, what, what that means about the reactive nature of how we operate in this day and age, as opposed to needing to feel, as opposed to wanting to be prescribed an outfit, a look, uh, an attitude. You know, we're, we, we have become so much more self-sufficient in the way that we tell our stories. And you really get to see that on display with fashion. I mean, look no further than a brand like Virgil Abloh's Off-White or Vetement, of course. It's, it's really compelling and really interesting to try and see the world and, and understand the zeitgeist and the nuances of how humanity is evolving through the lens of fashion. Because Okay, let's, we don't have to go for the because. I mean, the answer to that question is uh, hard to explain. Fashion is the way that I consume the world. It's the easiest release for me, and it's the easiest thing to take in. And I'm so interested in humanity and, and where we're at culturally and, and strange human tendency. And so it's really satisfying to try and understand all of that anthropological stuff using fashion as my language. But <clears throat> that's where I'm at. I like covering shows, and I hope you like reading about shows. And if you don't, I really want to hear what you do like reading about and how you wish we were covering Fashion Week and what you want to see about Fashion Week. And so you can hit us up in the comments, or you can send me an email, or you could send me a text message, or a telegram, or a postcard. And if you're not going to Fashion Week, what should you do, right? Personally, I think that you should isolate all of the things that you loved about summer and really ask yourself why you can't bring those things into fall with you. And learn how to do a cartwheel, because if you can't cartwheel into a new season, what's the point of even going there, right? Questions, comments, concerns? Hit me up. I'm Leandra Medine. You're listening to Monocycle.